Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Croner. I'm a former assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello! So this is the third episode in our October series all about doing things better, being better, basically. It's our month of better. (laughs) And today I'm going to address thoughts that are keeping us stuck. Two thoughts in particular that I have noticed in my clients and in my own life, if I'm being perfectly honest, that have kept me stuck as well. So the first thought that is keeping us all stuck is some version of this has to be perfect. So I think that a lot of us wear perfectionism as a badge of honor when it's really not serving us because perfectionism can keep us stuck in less than productive outcomes. If you spend, for example, 20 minutes wordsmithing an email that should have taken you two minutes to write, it may not be the best use of your time to actually write the perfect email as if perfect exists in the first place. And so this is kind of rooted in the belief that there must be one right way to do something. Now, I am all for best practices in our industry. I am all for optimizing. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is this belief that I'm out of the loop on the one right way to do something, when in fact there often isn't just one right way to do something. There are multiple ways that will get us to Rome. Not all roads lead to Rome, but a lot of them do, right? So I wonder what it would look like to let our work breathe a little and grow with us. Try something. You can always pivot. You can always try something. If it doesn't work out, you can try something else. You can always tweak a little bit or fine tune everything. But the problem comes when we don't take any action at all because we have this underlying belief that there's one right way to do something. And worse than that, we pride ourselves on our perfectionism. So we can be detail oriented for sure. And I think being detail oriented as an executive assistant is awesome. However, When we cross over into perfectionism, it's not actually serving us. And so I just want to share that because what ends up happening is that we end up trying to fix ourselves. We end up trying to fix all the things. And that isn't coming from a place of abundance. That's coming from a place of scarcity, as though there's one right way out there and we don't know what it is. So as I mentioned just a second ago, you can always pivot. Try something. And you can always make a change. I am constantly tweaking and modifying in my business. And I was constantly tweaking and modifying as an executive assistant. I would constantly tweak my processes to make them more streamlined. I was constantly looking at the bigger picture, trying to optimize and make sure that I was operating at peak productivity and that I was really tracking with my executive. But I did that from a place of enoughness and abundance, not scarcity and lack. So you'll know you're in scarcity if you're chasing some undefined benchmark for yourself, 
right? Like if you constantly believe that there's some perfect thing out there, some perfect version out there, and you're trying to chase that, that may be an indicator that you're operating from scarcity. And you'll know you're in abundance if you're curious about the results and the impact it will have, right? So if you're constantly curious and you're constantly trying new things and you're constantly in this headspace of like, oh, I wonder if this will be better. Ooh, let's try this. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Let's try that. That's a much different energy to operate from than like lack and like this idea of chasing something, some undefined thing, some undefined benchmark right? So just watch your brain. Ask yourself when you get stuck, like, am I operating from a perfectionist place right now? Or am I operating from curiosity and from an abundant place? And I'm also just going to provide some alternative thoughts for you that may help you on your journey of like overcoming this perfectionist thing. And I know for a lot of us, like, I'll never forget interviewing for a job one time and sharing that my biggest downfall was that I was a perfectionist, thinking that that was in fact a strength at the time. But actually, that perfectionism was a fault because that perfectionism kept me in scarcity and it kept me consistently and constantly wasting time that could be spent on other things that needed to get done. Because when we're in perfectionist mode, we're, we don't want to take action because we're so afraid that the action isn't going to be right or We just want to make sure that everything is perfect so we don't actually send the email that we need to spend. It's just not serving us. So really unraveling that for yourself and stepping into a more abundant, more curious place will be helpful. So some alternative thoughts that help me move past my perfectionism and may help you as well. I'm just going to share a few of those now. So a job well done is good enough. I like things to get done more than I care to get things done perfectly. (laughs) Done is good enough a lot of the time. Now, certainly for certain things, we of course want to show up with excellence, but there's a difference between showing up with excellence from a place of enoughness and showing up in this perfectionist, like frantic energy. Another thought that you may choose to think is done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. And most of the time, guys, it absolutely 100% is. That's not to say we can't tweak or modify or streamline. 100% we can, but done is always better than perfect because perfect keeps us stuck in inaction. Done is always better than that. Also, perfection is a moving target, like I mentioned earlier. Just repeating that, that phrase to yourself, maybe like, oh, actually, there is no such thing as perfection. There is no there there. (laughs) and perfection is always a moving target. Now, that's one thought that I wanted to address on this episode and thinking better thoughts. Another thought that I want to address in this episode is some version of it's not fair. And I see so many of my clients and myself as well get stuck in these loops of thinking something is not fair. Now, Sometimes, I just want to give this caveat and disclaimer, sometimes things are legitimately unfair. From a social justice perspective, some things that happen in the workplace are not right. I am not downplaying that at all. What I'm about to share with you is not meant to gaslight or diminish or downplay the patriarchy or the racist BS that many of us put up with. 
If anything, I hope that examining this thought will help you to see a clear path forward and help you advocate for yourself and others from a place of empowerment, not from a place of lack or from a place of scarcity. Because if we can actually advocate for ourselves, that is the best case scenario. And often that thought, it's not fair, will take us out of the place where we're able to do that effectively. So some examples of where this shows up for my clients and for myself is someone gets to do something that you wanted to do, right? Someone gets to do something really cool that you wanted to do. Maybe you wanted to plan this event or maybe you wanted to be a part of something that you aren't a part of. And the thought behind it is it's not fair. Someone gets special treatment at the office. Also not right, but it happens. Is it actually serving you to think the thought it's not fair? Or is that putting you in a place of victimhood? You get passed over for the promotion or cool project, right? So somebody lower on the food chain ends up getting promoted, the promotion that you feel you should have received, and you have the thought it's not fair. Now, don't get me wrong. Legitimately, it may not be fair, as I just mentioned before. Life isn't fair, and this is kind of how it shows up in the workplace. You don't get the role that you're qualified for. That just stinks. (laughs) I remember one time prior to applying for the last role that I was in, I applied for another role and I went in for the interview. I thought it was a perfect job for me and I didn't get the job. And I just remember thinking how unfair it was that I didn't get the job because I was so well qualified for the role. I was a shoe in. I had worked for high level executives before. This was my dream role. And guess what, guys? I was actually really thankful that I didn't get the role at the time, but I do remember thinking that it wasn't fair. And so sometimes things work out for reasons that we don't understand. And sometimes God has other blessings for you that you cannot see or know. And in the moment, things feel unfair. And later on, you are so grateful (laughs) that the opportunity that you thought you wanted that you didn't get because then even a better opportunity comes along. So thinking that thought, it's not fair in that moment, totally natural, totally normal. And at the same time, did it serve me? Probably not. So there's another example of this is someone makes a decision that you don't like. A higher up makes a decision that you don't like You feel like they don't understand you. You feel like they don't understand how it affects people. You feel like it's just not fair. So my question to you is, is it a useful thought? Will it help you show up from an empowered place? Now, in some cases, probably, to be perfectly honest, but you have to decide for yourself, like, are you feeling empowered in this moment or are you feeling more like a victim? right? For most of us, thinking something isn't fair will put you in victim mode and strip you of your power. So even in the cases where I spoke about like social justice and about sexist crap in the workplace just a minute ago and about the patriarchy and about like racism and all of that, like all of that is not fair. So let's get you a thought that will empower you to take action and empower you to use your voice or and empower you to be an advocate and an ally um, to somebody else in the workplace who you are noticing needs a voice, right? So here's what I want you to do instead of going down this indulgent thought pattern of it's not fair. And like I said, Sometimes it can be an empowering thought. Sometimes it can spur you to action. Other times it can strip you of your power. 
So if you're in a place right now where you're dealing with a situation that doesn't feel fair and you have landed in victim mode and victim territory, here's what I want you to do instead. I want you to process your emotion around the inequity or inequality that you've experienced. Truly, allow yourself time and space to actually sit with that emotion that comes up as you process through the reality that it's not fair. Right? So that's the first step. I think that so often we just want to feel better. So we don't want to take the time to process either that or we indulge and we sulk and we complain and we give away our power and we're just this victim to it. So alternative thoughts that I would have us all kind of look at and examine and just see what resonates with you. I've got a couple of them. One thought is, what do I need to do in order to make this happen for me? What do I need to do in order to make what they have, what they got, what they've achieved happen for me? Now, this is going to be tricky, especially if you feel looked over or especially if someone went around you or maybe down a level, the higher a position that you are so qualified for and you feel like there's some patriarchal or racist things at play. It's going to be hard. But what I love about this question is that maybe you actually need to go have a conversation with somebody. Maybe you actually need to go talk with HR. Maybe you actually need to go to the person and ask why and ask what you would need to do in order to achieve what it is that you want out of your career, right? It actually gets you into action and out of victimhood. And another thought that I choose to think sometimes, especially when I don't get something that I really wanted, like I'm passed over for a speaking engagement or I really wanted to go train for the specific company or whatever, is that it just wasn't meant for me right now. As in the case of the job that I just shared with you, I'm actually really grateful that it wasn't meant for me because I landed in an even better role supporting an executive and family that I really enjoyed. So I just want you to pay attention to what comes up around it's not fair. And many of us are not even aware that we're thinking in that way or in that vein. I've just noticed it come up a lot for my executive's assistants that I support. And most of the time, it's not even related to like the patriarchy or to racist stuff. It's just little things in the office that feel unfair, that need addressed, and the thoughts they're choosing to think around the situation. So regardless of whether or not there's any validity to that, to the reality of it's not fair, I just want you to ask yourself if it's a helpful thought to keep. And sometimes it may be. There again, sometimes it may be. And other times it will take us out of empowerment. And my goal is always to empower you to use your voice, always to empower you to speak up, always to empower you to advocate for others as well, right? Some people cannot advocate for themselves because they are not in a position to do so. So it is up to you, my friend, to advocate on their behalf if that's a desire of theirs. So I just want to pay attention. I just want you to pay attention to those thoughts, both it's not fair and some version of it has to be perfect, okay? So that is what I have for you guys today. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. 
I help assistants apply the concepts I share on this podcast. If you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you, please email me at Annie, A-N-N-I-E, at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call.